Thanks be to God. Here we have this poetic and powerful description of the day of the Lord that Joel is prophesying about. It's a day of judgment for the arrogant, a day of liberation for the oppressed. And it, it's, um, it has natural signs and wonders too. There's fires and um, the, the moon is, and sun and stars uh, change color. And there's these armies that seem to be so powerful that no one can stop them. And this apocalyptic imagery, um, apocalyptic means like the revealing. So this revealing imagery of like this unfolding judgment that happens is something you find in a lot of the prophets. And the book of Joel appears in a very significant place in the New Testament. In the book of Acts in chapter 2, when Peter gets up to preach on the day of Pentecost, he quotes uh, a nearby verse from, from Joel um, about uh, the day of the Lord coming. So the New Testament understanding of the day of the Lord, the Christian understanding of the day of the Lord, is is all still like that everything else in prophecy. It's already not yet. Um, it is happening at that moment in Pentecost. The day of the Lord is beginning, the last days, if you will. And so the last days continue. They continue even now in this prophetic timeline of, of the New Testament. Uh, in prayer B, uh, you'll hear me say, uh, in these last days, have revealed yourself uh, through, uh, I'm misquoting it, but I know the last days show up in prayer B and a couple other places in the prayer book. Episcopalians aren't known for our doom and gloom, prophetic uh, uh, sermons of fire and brimstone coming on the people, but it's in the Bible. Um, this idea that if you are um, resistant to what God is doing in the world, if you are oppressing the poor, if you are trying to consume as much as you possibly can at the expense of others, um, the day of the Lord will happen to you, uh, both personally and also in the final day of the Lord as it comes. Uh, the word day in the Bible, as many of you know, is a day is a word that means a lot of different things. Uh, certainly the first time we're introduced to it, the word Yom, uh, like Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, uh, Yom in the Genesis means like one day. It says there's evening, morning, the first day. There's evening and morning, the second day. Sounds like a solar day, like evening, morning, which begins in the evening and ends at sundown, uh, as it is true uh, for Jews and Christians today. Christian day, the Christian day begins at sundown still. That's why we do the, you know, certain eves and vigils that count for the next day. Although our secular calendar, the day starts at midnight. Um, and you know, I don't know how much we can do to change that in the coming days, but that's just the way it is. But the day of the Lord being like a solar day, the time it takes to go around the sun and, or excuse me, the um, earth to rotate. Um, and the day also can mean like a moment in time, something that's going to happen, an appointment that you have. Um, we, we talk about, boy, those were some difficult days, we might say, about a certain period in our life. And we don't mean like particular days. We mean, you know, sort of a period of time that's undefined. Even in, the, in Genesis, at the end of the creation account, it says, uh, it sums up the whole thing by saying, on the day, God created everything. So it says, God created everything in six days. And then it says, God created in one day. So the word day, even in Genesis, is a very, um, it depends on context what people mean by it. 
And so the day of the Lord is this, not just a particular moment in time, but it's a period of judgment where God's going to come and set everything right. And I certainly know in my own life, there's a lot of things that need to be made right. So I want to make them right as best I can before that day happens. But I also know that on that day, in that day or time period, all will be made well, all will be made right. And that's the hope we have of Christians, not that we're going to fix everything, but that God's going to fix everything when God finally comes to rule the earth. And so this day of the Lord that Peter preaches about, that he says it's happening right now here in the second chapter of Acts, is still happening. This day of accountability, this day of calling people home to the covenant, this is still happening today. So the message today is come home, come back to the covenant, come back to the love that you had for Jesus in those first days, come back to a a deeper relationship with God, not based on anything we do or don't do, but based on his love for us. God loves us with an everlasting love. Jesus is a symbol of that love as he stretches out his arms on the hardwood of the cross. So come home to that love today. Amen.